0: Everyone this morning and to our guests especially, we want to welcome you today. We're so glad to have you in service with us today. Pray that the presence of the Lord has and will touch your life today. For all of you that are joining us online this morning, wherever you're watching us from, welcome you as a part of this service today as well. Praise God. Numbers chapter 35, Numbers chapter 35, there's a little bit of uh, subject matter that perhaps some of you will recognize from last Sunday, but I just feel like this is where the Lord has directed me to start today. Going to read uh, several verses, so if you'll bear with me for a few moments here. Numbers thirty-five, beginning with verse number nine. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, When you come, when you become over Jordan into the land of Canaan, then you shall appoint you cities to be cities of refuge for you that the slayer may flee thither, which killeth any person at unawares. And they shall be unto you cities for refuge from the avenger, that the manslayer die not until he stand before the congregation in judgment. And of these cities which you shall give, six cities shall you have for refuge. And then I want to skip down to verse number 24. Then the congregation shall judge between the slayer and the, and the revenger of blood according to these judgments. And the congregation shall deliver the slayer out of the hand of the revenger of blood. And the congregation shall restore him to the city of his refuge whither he was fled. And he shall abide in it until the death of the high priest which was anointed with the holy oil but if the slayer but if the slayer shall at any time come without the border of the city of his refuge whither he was fled and the revenger of blood find him without the borders of the city of his refuge and the revenger of blood kill the slayer he shall not be guilty of blood because he should have remained in the city of his refuge until the death of the high priest but after the death of the high priest the slayer shall return into the land of his possession verse 26 again but if the slayer shall at any time come without the border of the city of his refuge whither he was fled the revenger of blood find him without the borders of the city of his refuge, he can get revenge. I don't normally do it this way, but I'm going to give you two titles this morning. My main title, the one that will be on the screen, is The Place of Refuge. But I feel to add one, somebody needs to hear me right now. My second title is Stay in the City. Stay in the city. God, your presence once again is in this place today. I feel it. I have seen the evidence of it. You've already ministered. You've already touched hearts and lives, but I know you're not finished. I believe, God, that you desire to minister through your word this morning. I pray right now, Lord, that you would anoint ears to hear what you would have to say. Lord, I believe that there's somebody in this place today, their future is going to be impacted greatly by their response, by what their response is today. I pray, God, that your spirit would work. I pray that the spirit of conviction would rest upon some hearts here this morning, God that you would speak, Lord. I'm not here to preach a sermon, God. I want to be a messenger that delivers a message from you today. I depend on you again today, Lord. I trust you for your anointing. Lord, I acknowledge today that without you I can do nothing. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I want to just state a few things here at the outset. For some of you, perhaps, that maybe you're not overly familiar with the Bible, one of the things that I love about the Bible is in the Old Testament, God intentionally uses things in the natural as a demonstration of spiritual principles, and one of the one of the main things we can see is that of the children of Israel, that when we read in the Old Testament about the children of Israel, that really what we are reading is a, 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 uh, an object lesson, an example of what we are today, the church, that natural Israel was to be an example of spiritual Israel, which is the church. God was the originator of the object lesson. The object lesson wasn't something that some great teacher just decided to use one day. God, from the very beginning of time, was was the one that started using object lessons. And In fact, Genesis chapter 1, which is the account of creation... if, If all you've ever if you've ever read it, and the only way you've ever read it is just simply a description of creation, you're missing the fact that that Genesis chapter one is full of of things that God spiritual principles that God is establishing. Just just one simple example of that is just the fact that throughout the days of creation, it, the Bible says God said, and it was so. God said, let there be light, and there was light. And, and you find that all throughout creation until it gets to man. And then when it gets to man, it changes. God, if God said, let there be light, and there was light, God could have said, let there be man, and there would have been man. If with just a command, all of the properties of light were wrapped up in the command, let there be light, God could have said, let there be man, and there would have been man. But when God got to the creation of man, the Bible said that he formed him. He said, let us make man, and then it says he formed him from the dust of the earth. In essence, all of those other things were an act of creation. He set it. And it happened. But when he got to man, it wasn't an act of creation. It was a process. Because God was establishing from the very beginning of time that the way he deals with human beings is going to be through a process. Very rare. There, 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 there's usually no Clark Kent moments. You don't step into a phone booth as Clark Kent and step out and you're Spandex is Superman. There there are some times, there are some times where it seems like in a single moment God brings a drastic change. But in my experience in my own life and my observation of many other lives, most of the time change is a is a result of a process. Which is why so many times we get discouraged and frustrated because oftentimes it is a slow process and oftentimes we feel like we're making no progress. But if we'll just stay in the process, Paul said it this way, he which hath begun a good work in you is going to complete it. I wish God had some magic wands that he would wave in my life, but it doesn't usually happen. So so there there's there's many other examples. So it's important where we're about to go in these verses I read that you understand uh, I guess the, 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 the uh, sort of the religious term you could use is typology, that, that these things were types or shadows of what was to come. And then the other point I want to make to you this morning is this, because I will, I will be referencing the church throughout this message. And you need to understand, I'm not talking about just this church. This church here this morning is not the church. It, it, it's sort of like, I, I don't know, it's probably a better example than this, but, but, but if you go up to Arnold Light, that McDonald's is not the McDonald's. It is a McDonald's. Now there are some things, oh boy, there are some things that they have to do to qualify as a McDonald's. Oh boy, we're already getting off the notes, but here we go. You can't just put up a sign that says McDonald's and put up some arches and call yourself McDonald's and that be okay. Because if you don't fit the requirements to be McDonald's and you're using the name of McDonald's you can guarantee McDonald's is coming after you. So I just pause for a moment. You can call yourself a church if you want to call yourself a church, but just because you call yourself a church, except a man be born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of god except the man be born of the water and of the spirit you can't enter the kingdom peter said it like this repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of jesus christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the holy ghost for the promises unto you and to your children and to those that are afar off even as many as the lord our god shall call you 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 don't just you don't just say a few words and get in the church you don't just accept the lord jesus christ as your personal savior you got to be born again it starts with repentance it starts with an acknowledgment. You know what? I've been living my life, my way, according to my wishes, my wants, and my desires. So the first thing I've got to do if I'm going to get in the kingdom is I've got to change direction. And, and, and repentance is not just an apology. Repentance is not just a oops, my bad. You know, if, you, if you, you're out playing basketball or something, you know, and you throw a bad pass, my bad you keep going. That's not repentance. Repentance is a change of direction. It's a change of heart. It's a change of mind. Repentance is, you know what? I'm not the king. He's the king. I'm not in charge. He's in charge. I don't set the rules. He sets the rules. I believe with all of my heart, otherwise I wouldn't be here, I believe we are here this morning a part of the church. But we are not the church. And I will tell you, the church doesn't have a label on it. We call ourselves apostolics, but and and I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but the church is is the church. As long as you do what you need to do to get in the church, the name doesn't really matter. So all of that to tell you that I, I believe these verses and, and this is very interesting that, that the Lord specifically tells Moses in, 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 the, uh, in, the, in the giving of laws and direction for what's supposed to happen when you get into the land of promise. He says, I, I want you to establish these cities of refuge. I want you to create these places that when somebody, and, and, and the main thing referred to here is when somebody kills somebody accidentally, there's a place that they can go to for safety said, I want there to be six of them. I preached last Sunday night. There was also some instructions that the more you expand, the more territory you, you take, add more cities of refuge. Don't, don't make it hard to get to the city. So there was these, these cities of refuge that, that they could run to if, if they had committed a, a crime unintentionally. And if you got to this city of refuge, as long as you were in the city, the one that wanted vengeance couldn't touch you. The one that wanted to get even couldn't get to you. But you had to be in the city. Can I tell you today, being a part of church is not an option for Christianity. It's not a take it or leave it thing if, you know, well, I I got a relationship with God. I'm going to heaven, but I don't need the church. That's like your finger saying, I'm going to be a finger, but I don't need to be connected to the body. The only way for my finger to stay alive is it's got to stay connected to my body. If I disconnect my finger from my body, no, it doesn't cease to be a finger, but it does cease to be alive because it's got to be connected to the flow of blood and oxygen that comes from the body. So there's no such thing as solo Christians. It's the church. She's coming back for a bride. Jesus said it this way in Matthew 16 and 18. He said, upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Let me just also tell you this morning, church, the idea of a church was not some kind of man-made idea. It was a God idea. He said, I'm going to build my church and, and the gates of hell Shall not. I can tell you that in 2023, the gates of hell shall not. Hell not. There's not one thing the enemy can bring against the church that's going to destroy the church. Because Jesus promised the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. You want to be a part of something that's going to be victorious? Get in the church. You want to be a part of something that's going to overcome? Get in and stay in the church. So he says there's there's these cities of refuge. But you've got to stay in the city. I believe that in one of the applications of what the Lord was telling Moses to do is the church. I believe the church can be representative of these cities of refuge. I also believe you and I are all someone that at some point needed that place of refuge. If nothing else, you were a slayer of your soul before you came to Jesus. You may have been living in some ignorance as to what the Word of God said, as to the teachings of the Word of God, but that didn't change the fact that you needed a Savior. And so God created an opportunity for you and I to find a place of refuge. I am so thankful today to know that the church is not for an exclusive group of people. It's not for those that just have it all together and got a good life. It's not just for those that have money and an education and have always been successful. It's for those that are broken. It's for those that are wounded. It's for those that have been addicted. It's for those whose lives have been torn apart. The church is for everyone, whomsoever. Amen. But you gotta stay in the city. He said, if, if the slayer, if the one who's run to the city, will at any time come without the border of the city of his refuge whither he was fled. The revenger of blood find him without the borders of the city of his refuge and the revenger of blood kill the slayer. He shall not be guilty of blood because he should have remained in the city of his refuge. He should have remained in the city of his refuge. I think everybody here is familiar with the term bait. Whether it's for hunting, fishing, bait, bait. What's the the purpose of bait? Tony said to lure somebody. draw you out of to draw you from a place of safety and security to draw you into the idea is there's always something that the bait is hiding there's always something the bait is hiding There's always a trick to the bait. But the enemy never tells you about the trick. He just tells you the bait. Just try it one time. Just one drink. Just one snort. Just once. Just try it once. He doesn't advertise to you the, the dangers that you're entering into. It's just bait. What what do I have to do to get you out of the city? I know that as long as you're inside the city, I can't touch you. I know that as long as you're in the city of refuge, I I can't mess with you because you're protected. I know that there is a place of security and safety that you're in. So what can I do? He tries different things with different people to draw you away from the church. Can I tell you one of the most common tactics the enemy uses to get you out of the city of refuge is bitterness. First and foremost. In fact, I would venture, I said this a few weeks ago, Brother Middleton and I were having a conversation and we basically came to the agreement. I don't think one person ever backslides that there's not bitterness somewhere involved in it. Somewhere, whether it was the preacher or a fellow saint or somebody else in the church, a leader in the church, offended you and it became bitterness. The enemy doesn't care what bait it is you respond to. If you'll just... Respond to the bait. We we had we we. anybody else having ants the last couple of days? Just our house. Y'all sent them all to our house. Thanks. We got in. We there, there's our our kitchen sink and then the coffee pot and I I don't know where they're coming from but I mean it was just an army of ants. And, and 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 so we went uh we went away for a couple of days this week. And uh if you're not gonna get snow here, then go to the snow. So we went to uh, Western Maryland and finally got a little bit of snow. Snowed all Tuesday evening into the night, so we, we got some snow. Usually you go to someplace warm for spring break, but we wanted snow. And I got I was a little nervous about leaving the house with all those ants. Put out some traps and whatever, and then we, we got this company that we use for ants and termites, and spiders, and the guy, the guy came out the other, came out Friday afternoon, sprayed around the kitchen, then he put this, looked almost like a caulk tube, and he put it around on the counter where they were, and he said, now listen, they're gonna, it's gonna draw out a bunch of ants, lovely. Trying to get rid of them, not draw more. Sure enough, they started coming. But here was the thing. He said, He said it's going to draw them all out, but the idea is this: they're going to get the poison, and they're going to take it back to the to the You better be careful when you're hanging out with ants that have been tasting the poison. I'm going to tell you what, there's few things that I've ever seen spread like bitterness will spread. And I can guarantee you the enemy knows how to get somebody to cross your path at just the right time at your moment of bitterness, and they are going to agree 100% with your problems and your issues. Anything to get you out of the safety of the church. There is a place of refuge. There is a place of safety and security. There is a place that you can run to. And as long as you'll stay in the church, the Avenger can't touch you, but you gotta stay in the church. Joshua chapter number two, the children of Israel have gone into the promised land, the place that God has promised them is going to be theirs. First place that they encounter entering into the promised land is the city of Jericho. Joshua sends two spies into Jericho. Joshua 2, verse number three, says, The king of Jericho sent unto Rahab, saying, Bring forth the men that are come to thee, which are entered into thine house. For they become for they become to search out all the country. And the women took the two men and hid them and said thus, There came men unto me, but I wist not whence they were. And it came to pass about the time of shutting of the gate, when it was dark, that the men went out, whither the men went, out, whither the men went I, I know not, I wot not, I know not. Pursue after them quickly for... You shall overtake them. But she had brought them up to the roof of the house and hid them with the stalks of flax which she had laid in order upon the roof. And the men pursued after them the way to Jordan unto the fords and as soon as they, which, as they which pursued after them were gone out they shut the gate. And before they were laid down she came up unto, the, up on, up unto them upon the roof and she said unto them said unto the men I know that the Lord hath given you the land, and that terror and that and that your terror is fallen upon us, and that all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you what 's interesting is this forty years ago. Forty years before this, Moses and the children of Israel had come to the same river that the children of Israel are now at. And Moses had sent spies into the land to spy out the land. And they came back. Twelve spies went in. They came back. And ten spies came back and said, there is no way. We are like grasshoppers. In fact, they said we are grasshoppers in their eyes. They presumed to know what the enemy was thinking about them. But 40 years later, this lady tells them something very different than what those 10 spies said. She says, in fact, we were scared to death of you guys because we knew God had given you the land. What she was saying was we knew the church was going to be all right. We knew the church was going to make it. We knew there was nothing that was going to defeat the church. For well, we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt and what you did unto the two kings of the Amorites that were on the other side of Jordan, Sihon, and Og, whom you utterly destroyed. And as soon as we heard these things, our hearts didn't melt. Neither did there remain any more courage in any man because of you. For the Lord your God, He is God in heaven above and in earth beneath. Now therefore, I pray you. After she said all of that, after she she declares, we know God's given you our city. She responds and says, Now I pray you, swear unto me by the Lord, since I have showed you kindness, that you will also show kindness unto my father's house and give me a true token, and that you will save alive my father and my mother and my brethren and my sisters and all that they have and deliver our lives from death. She knew It's only a matter of time, and this city is done, but if somehow, if somehow there's a way, would you please, in response to the kindness I've shown to you, would you please show kindness to my family? And the men answered her, our life for yours, if you utter not this, our business, And it shall be when the Lord hath given us the land that we will deal kindly and truly with thee. Then she let them down by a cord through the window, for her house was upon the town wall, and she dwelt upon the wall. And then skipping a couple of verses to verse 17, it says, And the men said unto her, We will be blameless of this thine oath which thou hast made us swear. Behold, when we come into the land, thou shalt bind this line of scarlet thread in thy window which thou didst let us down by. And thou shalt bring thy father and thy mother and thy brethren and all thy, all thy father's household home unto thee. And it shall be that whosoever shall go out of the doors of thy house into the street, his blood shall be upon his head, and we will be guiltless, and whosoever shall be with thee in the house, his blood shall be on our head, if any hand be upon him. Oh, Jesus. Here's the deal we're going to make with you if you don't tell anybody where we've gone, if you keep your word, this this rope, this scarlet, this red rope that you've led us out of your house by, you've led us climb down by, keep that rope hanging as a mark of identification. And When we come back to take this city, anybody, Anybody that's in the house, we promise you we won't do one thing to them. As long as they're in the house, it doesn't matter if they're your relative if they're not in the house. It doesn't matter if they're your best friend If they're not in the house, when we come back, if they're going to be saved, they've got to be in the house. Preaching to some people this morning that the enemy is doing everything he can right now to draw you out of the house. Because he knows if you'll stay in the house, if you'll stay in the church, you're going to be in a place of safety. But if somehow he can get you out of the house, all bets are off. to stay in the house. It gets tight in the house, yeah, but it's safe. I can't do everything I want to do in the house, no, but it's safe. I I, got to be with people I don't really like, but it's safe. I got to be with people I don't agree with all the time, but it's safe in the house. If you go outside of the house, it's all on you. I don't think it's a coincidence that it was a red rope that they hung down from that house. I don't think it was an accident that it was a red rope because I think it took some of them back and I think that when they came to that city it would remind them of 40 plus years ago after that 10th plague that they had taken the blood of lambs and they had put it on the doorpost of houses and when the death angel passed through that city, that nation any house that had blood on the door the death angel could not go in into the house, I think they recognized that red rope and it represented the blood and here we are in 2023 and I am covered by the blood oh You can you imagine how wealthy you could be in a couple of weeks if you knew the outcome of every game in March Madness? If you knew by by Thursday afternoon, what was the what was the percentage, Timothy? I mean I yeah. 0.32% as of Thursday afternoon it was already. I picked the Virginia upset in my bracket. No, I haven't gambled. I didn't pay money. I just picked You know how much you know how much money you could make if you knew. But you don't. That's why it's gambling. I wish, I wish, I wish there was some way that I could isolate every one of you in this room right now and that God would just let you sit for about five minutes and watch on that screen what the future holds for you if you get out of the house. I wish somehow there was a way to play for you a video of what your future is going to look like if you don't make up your mind to stay in the house. Oh, there's amazing promises that he gives you. There's amazing things that he tells you he'll do. But the problem is this. Jesus said the thief comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. He comes with bait, but it all ends up in him stealing and killing and destroying. But Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and you might have it more abundantly. I, I'm not asking you to do it loud and distracting, but I, I need some people to pray right now. There's some people today that their future their future is weighing in the balance. The, that I, I preached it last Sunday night. The, 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 it's just only a slight phrase in the verse, but if you study it out, it, the, the commentary say it's talking about these cities of refuge, and every year... Every year they would go out and they would work on the roads and they would clear the roads and they would repair bridges to make sure that there was a way to get to the city of refuge. They, they got rid of any obstructions in the road and, and it was a 40 plus foot wide road to get there. And then it also said that any time there was a crossroads and you had to figure out which direction, you were supposed to put big signs up on the road that said refuge and pointed you in the right direction. I'm preaching to somebody today. You are at a crossroads and you don't even know it. And I'm coming by the help of the Holy Ghost to challenge you today. I'm trying to point you to the city of refuge. I'm trying to point you to the place where there's safety. I'm trying to point you to the place where there's salvation but you got to make up your mind if you're gonna go there No I want you to build an ark I'm going to destroy the earth with a flood and the only thing. That's going to survive the flood Is what's on the ark The only thing that's going to be saved Is what's in the ark I believe the ark is a type of the church I believe that's why there was only one way to get in the ark There was only one door There was only one point of access That ark would never have passed code today Never. You've got to have X amount of doors. You've got to have windows. You've got to have this and that. God said, I want one door. I want one window. There's only one way to get in. Only one way. That's restrictive. That's confining. Yeah. But he's the one that decided it. Not me. Not you. Who knows how many hundreds, perhaps thousands of animals they had to get on that ark. It would have been a whole lot quicker process if there would have been multiple doors to get in. But God said, one door, one door, Noah, one way in. Can you imagine? Can you imagine how disgusting that ark had to have gotten? Hundreds of animals. Absolutely no modern conveniences. You fill in the blanks. And to top it all off, mom, dad, three sons, three daughters in law. They say families shouldn't get together for more than three days at a time. We've learned through the years that shorter is sweeter. (laughs) Been a few times family gatherings have thought, well, you know, if two or three days is great, can you imagine what seven, ten days would be like? I've had some experiences where we've, I've two sides to my family. So my wife's side and all her sisters and brothers-in-law. I mean they're my sisters and brothers-in-law too, but so there's the there's the Houston side, there's the right side. So I'm not I, I we we've been in some situations where we were all together. Get in the room at night. What's wrong? My sister. That's just after a day or two. Can you imagine hundreds of animals? Mom, dad, sons, daughters in law. It was more than just the air I can guarantee you that was stinking on that boat. I can pretty much guarantee you that there were nights in which they all went. I don't think I I, have you ever been to the art exhibit in Kentucky or whatever, if you went and you thought it was great, God bless you, I went, I wasn't really that impressed. I really don't think the sleeping quarters on that ark are like the ones in Kentucky, and I—I I, I really think that old Ham and Sister Ham laid down. I want to note Bet you can't figure out who was the cut up in Noah's family. I am a dad, and what do you expect? (laughs) I, I, I can I can imagine them laying down at night, and Ham's wife whispers, "You won't believe what all I had to do today. I had to do all my chores, and Japheth's wife." She acted like she wasn't feeling well. So I had to do my chores and hers as well. Shem's wife probably, if your mother tells me one more time how to fold your laundry... We're going to have a man overboard drill. <laughs> I promise you there was conflict in that arc. I guarantee you there was some getting on each other's nerves. But the amazing thing is nobody decided to jump overboard. Because no matter how miserable it may have been in the ark, they understood there's only one place to get through all of this, that's in the ark I will tell you, I'll be the first to tell you as the pastor of this church if you haven't been around long enough for somebody to hurt your feelings you haven't been around long enough if you haven't been around long enough for somebody to offend you, you haven't been around long enough because it's going to happen but I just think there's some people who say like Peter said when Jesus said, they're all leaving, are you going to go as well and Peter speaks up and Says, Lord, where else are we going to go? You alone have the words of eternal life. Where else am I going to go? Doesn't matter how they treat me. Doesn't matter what they say. Doesn't matter what they do. There's nowhere else to go. I'm not preaching that as an excuse today. I'm just telling you it's the reality of it. But there is still no better, no safer place to be than in the house, than in the city, than in the ark. Oh, I'm preaching to somebody this morning. You you you're're you're, you're either at the gate of the city or you've you've already got a foot you've already got a foot outside the gate and God has sent me today to to challenge you to warn you it's not too late get back in the city. It's not too late. Get back in the place of safety. It's not too late. There's a refuge. I don't know what you think it's going to be like out there. I don't know what you think life is going to be like. But I'm here to tell you. At some point there is a thief. Who is going to steal. Who is going to kill. Who is going to destroy. But if you will take advantage of it today. There is life. And there is life more abundantly available to you in this place today. Stay in the city, stay in the city, stay in the city. Rich man, Lazarus outside of his house. He wouldn't give him the time of day. They both die. Lazarus goes to paradise. Lazarus goes to his eternal reward. But the rich man goes to cast into hell. He cries out, "Father Abraham, have mercy on me. Give me. Would you just just give me?" One drop. You know how desperate you've got to be to ask just for one drop? I mean, usually when you and I are thirsty, we're not quite desperate. We will we, we at the whole bottle because we're so thirsty. He was so thirsty. He was so miserable. He said, if you'll, if you'll just give me one, just one drop, what in the world must it be like? if you say one drop would just be pleasurable he says i'm sorry there's a great gulf fixed between you and me i can't come to you he said you had you had your chance during your lifetime you had your chance and he says would you then would you just do this favor for me? Would you please send Lazarus? Would you send him back to life, to my family and warn them? Whatever they got to do, don't come here. You think I've been intense today? If you think I've preach with any kind of passion today I promise you it would be nothing like the evangelist that would be here this morning who has experienced hell trying to preach you out of some decisions you're making trying to preach you out of a path that you're walking down oh Jesus this I don't think this is the norm Sunday morning message but Could just, he could just hear. He said, "If they could just hear." Abraham said, "I'm sorry. They've, they've got the prophets. They've got." He said, "If that's not enough, then somebody from the dead is not going to be enough." I don't know. I don't know if I understand that. My mind says, "Man, if somebody showed up from the dead, I'd get my attention." Probably not because every one of us thinks we are the invincible one. I'm the one that can play around with fire and I'm not going to get burned. I'm the one that can dabble around with some stuff that I got no business doing, but I can control it. I'm going to be the first one in all of human history. I'm going to be the first one to play with some fire and not get burned. No, no, you won't be the first one. One of the saddest things is when the enemy lets you go on and on and on thinking, thinking you're in control, thinking you're managing the problem until you finally wake up one day and realize you're not in control. But now it's too late. You should bow your heads, close your eyes. Somebody needs to hear the word of the Lord this morning. I, I didn't come here to with the intention of preaching this so heavily, preaching it with such intensity. That wasn't my intent, but all I can trust is that the Spirit of the Lord is trying to draw. He's reaching for somebody here today. I'm not saying it's perfect in the city. I'm not saying it's perfect in the ark. I'm not saying that the place of refuge is always an easy, comfortable place to be, but it's the best place. best place I pray I pray this morning by the grace of God that you don't get into eternity one day having left the city of refuge and God says to you do you, do you remember Sunday morning? March 19th? When I tried, I tried to get you to change course. I tried to get you to get back in the city before it was too late. Do you remember I tried I tried you thought you could dabble around you thought you could experiment a little bit with this and that and it would all be okay I'm preaching to some people this morning you're not addicted yet to drugs but that's the road you've started on you're not addicted to alcohol yet but that's the path you've started down You're not addicted to pornography yet, but that's the steps you're taking. But this morning, there is blood that can be applied to your life today. There is forgiveness and a cleansing and a washing. There is a healing that is available today. If you would just make up your mind, I'm not going to leave the city. It doesn't matter what the bait is. It doesn't matter what the temptations are. I'm not going to leave as heads are bowed and eyes are closed. I don't know who you are right now, but somebody, somebody, I'm begging you, you need to get out of your seat this morning you need to make your way down to this altar you need to present yourself to the Lord you need to do some repenting today you need to do a changing of your mind today God I was about to leave the city but I'm going back in the city God I was about to get off the ark but I'm getting back in the ark God I was about to leave the house where the scarlet cord is hanging from and see if I could survive it but I'm going to stay in the house oh Jesus oh Jesus I don't know what it is you think you've got going on in your life that's so important for you to not be in the city of refuge I don't know what your dreams your ambitions your desires are that are drawing you out of the house but the Holy Ghost has sent me today to warn you it's not what you think it's gonna be when you leave the city There's blood. There's blood that's available today. There's blood that can be applied today. There's blood that can be applied today. There's blood that can be applied to protect you. There's blood that can be applied that can preserve you, no matter what comes, no matter what the enemy may try to do. In the name of Jesus. Oh, we're not here for a social club today. This is not just some social club. This is not just some kind of man made organization of people that have gathered together to do some religious activities today. This is about eternity. This is about an eternity that every soul is going to spend someplace. Oh, Jesus, let your grace and your mercy work in this place today, God. Let your grace and your mercy work in this place today. God, I don't know who it is, but there's somebody today. It's it's not too late for them to get back in the city, God. It's not too late for them to get back in the house Be preserved, be saved. Ikarabo Shatalama Yandalama. Icarabo Sata Yandorobo Shatalama. Lord, the ark may not be the most appealing place to my flesh. The ark may not be the most enticing place to be to my flesh, but it's the safest place to be. It's the safest place to be. Come on, if you've got the Holy Ghost and you're not praying for somebody or for yourself just 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 right where you're sitting would you just i'm not looking for volume but i i need some intercessors right now come on you, you you don't have to draw attention to yourself i'm not looking for it didn't have to be loud but i just i need some people that know how to pray i'm not trying to be dramatic this morning but i feel there are some souls in this place today that are hanging in the balance Believe there's some souls in this place today. Their future is hanging in the balance. There's mercy. There's grace in this place. It doesn't matter what you've done. There's blood available to cleanse you today. It doesn't matter what you've done. There's blood available to protect you, to preserve you. the blood that was physically applied to the posts of those houses that the death angel couldn't buy, couldn't enter into represents the blood of Jesus that's in this place today and when you're covered by that blood when you're covered by that blood there's protection there's safety there's security Oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. I'm not here trying to tell you everything in the church is all perfect and easy. I'm not here to preach to you today that there's never problems or difficulties or challenges. There are, but it's still the best place to be. Still the safest place. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, remove every bit of spiritual blindness in this place, God. That every individual will at least have a moment, at least a moment, God, to see clearly. Lord, whatever blindness that's warring against them, at least give them a moment, God. That there be a moment to see clearly, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Halamoko Shata Rabbi Ye Caramanda Yatolo Boko Sata. belong in the city you belong in the place of refuge that's where you belong that's where you belong you belong in the place of refuge stay stay in the house stay in the city Day where that scarlet cord is marking it as a place of safety and security. While the walls of Jericho were falling, while a city was being overtaken, there was a house with people who were preserved and protected. I believe we're living in the last days. This world around us is falling apart. This world around us is falling apart but if you'll just if you'll stay in the house if you'll stay in the church everything's going to be alright everything's going to be alright in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus Ilamakayando lobo shataramaya. Ilamando robo se ya Rabakiano Robo ko satalaba. Robo shatalabai. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. If you need to go or want to go, whenever you need to, you're welcome to, but the Holy Ghost is not done. The Spirit of the Lord is not done working in this place. If the Spirit of the Lord is talking to you, if He's still trying to work in you, I beg you, don't be in a hurry. Don't rush what the Lord wants to do in you right now. This life is just a brief vapor. It's just a moment. A few more moments is worth your eternity. A few more moments is worth your eternity.
1: In the name of
0: Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Bari andolo Mashat, kore andala mashita. I You are, you are my everything. You are the love of my life. You are the hope that I cling to. You mean. More than this world to me I wouldn't trade you For silver or gold I wouldn't trade you For riches untold You are You are my everything You are the love of my life You are the hope that I cling to You mean more than this world to me I wouldn't trade you for silver or gold I wouldn't trade you for riches untold. You are, you are my everything. You are the love of my life. You are the hope that I cling to you mean more than this world to me, I wouldn't trade you for silver or gold, I wouldn't trade you for riches untold. You are you are my everything. You are the love of my life. You are the hope that I cling to. You mean more than this world to I wouldn't trade you for silver or gold. I wouldn't trade you for riches untold. You are, you are my everything. You are the love of my life. You are the hope that I cling to. You mean more than this world to me. I wouldn't trade you for silver or gold. I wouldn't trade you For riches untold You are You are my everything You are The love of my life You are The hope that I cling to you mean more than this world to me I wouldn't trade you for silver or gold I wouldn't trade you for riches untold you are You are my everything. You are the love of my life. You are the hope that I cling to. You mean more than this world to me I wouldn't trade you for silver or gold I wouldn't trade you for riches untold you are you are my everything you are The love of my life. You are the hope that I cling to. You mean more than this world to me. I wouldn't trade you for silver or gold. I wouldn't trade you for riches untold. You are, you are my everything. You are the love of my life. You are The hope that I cling to You mean More than this world to me I wouldn't trade you For silver or gold I wouldn't trade you For riches untold You are, you are my everything. You are the love of my life. You are the hope that I cling to. You mean. More than this world to me I wouldn't trade you For silver or gold I wouldn't trade you For riches untold You are You are my everything You are the love of my life. You are the hope that I cling to. You mean more than this world to me. I wouldn't trade you Or silver or gold, I wouldn't trade you for riches untold, you are, you are my everything.